650 presents Just Here for the Beer, Canada's original dedicated beer radio show. I don't mean to have a one-track mind, but all I need is a frosty pine. A Vancouver tradition for 10 years and counting. We're talking about the BC beer scene with the innovators, the movers and shakers, and brew makers of the industry. And I don't mean to whine and beg, but someone finally tap that keg. I'm just here for the beer. It's just here for the beer radio with your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. It is Just Here for the Beer Radio. Joe Leary along with Rick Mohabir of Just Here for the Beer Limited. Just Here for the Beer.com at JHFTB. Focused on the great breweries, including the newest edition, which is Shaketown. Yes. We, remember for the first year we did this, I think you were at five. Now you're at seven. Yeah. There's a cidery about to open. There is. Uh, the liquids are popping on the North Shore, aren't they? Yep. Yeah, and it's not just the cidery. There's a distillery. There's a winery. I mean, we call it the Shipyards Brewery District. But you can pretty much get any alcoholic drink you want within the community now in between the seven breweries the distilleries the wineries and the cideries we're looking at 11 yeah. i mean it's crazy within exactly yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, they're relatively close in proximity which is another north shore from the lonsdale key yeah see bus over if you're on the on the response has been great uh, people are enjoying it i think people are enjoying the beverages responsibly so there's really no issues from a council point of view or from a neighborhood point of view. No. Everybody's playing nice. Uh, prior to uh, this event, though, you were involved in a uh, music festival, mm-hmm. which I guess there was a little concern because it was still some COVID issues at that time. There was. That was Shipyards Festival this past September, September of last year. And we estimate conservatively we had about 22,000 people come into our little community to enjoy these bands. Uh, and it all went incredibly smoothly. The optics of it were a little bit strange for some people. I made sure I was a, on a plane out of the country the next day when my phone started to talk to the mayor down a bit but you know really take ownership of their community and even if there's somebody with funny business going on people will take it on you know take responsibility to address that on their own you know we're not a community that calls cops we address things on our own on the street and that's what keeps it safe and enjoyable for all so to have the music festival then kind of paved the way it was run smoothly it uh, happened without incident Mm -hmm. and i guess that could sort of open the door for more of these types of events going forward yeah precisely that was sort of the first one using the new liquor permitted zones that the city's created, um, which they've made permanent now. The first jurisdiction in all of Canada to do so. First jurisdiction to bring patios with liquor service out on the street in Canada. So yeah, the city's taken this lead, lead on this, and we've 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 taken those decisions they've made seriously, and we've really shepherded how these have rolled out because we want them to be successful. We want these zones, these events. We're a new community, and it's important for us to present ourselves the right way at the very beginning. And Joe, we've talked about this before, where you know provincial and big big government has all of a sudden said, no, you can't do that because you know the chicken little mentality right the sky's falling the sky's falling if you can't do that because this is going to happen that's going to happen mm-hmm. and throughout covid we've proven them wrong just make and time and time and time and time again so it just makes it easier now when we go back to them and we start asking sure. for for quote-unquote permission or the ability to do these these events it's just going to prior to, to this broadcast uh, i was meeting with the city and we we're talking about the various beer gardens and activation entertainments and the goal from the city as well as the BIA is come May 1st there will be something happening every single day 
He wow. will not have to look at an event calendar. You will know there's music. You will know there's a beer garden. You will know there's something going on. And that's what we're going for is, uh, is a, a Granville Island model where you just get up in the morning. Why don't we go to the shipyards district? There'll be something happening. Greg Holmes is the executive director of the shipyards district BIA, the business improvement that uh, this area of North Vancouver offers. So you had an exciting day. You're having an exciting day mm-hmm. because you're doing radio. You did some television. That's right. Tell us about the, uh, the Australian TV crew that's over here right now. So we've got Sunrise Australia is the name of the broadcaster, and they have the highest viewership across Australia for morning breakfast news. Well, as we all know, uh, tomorrow is today in Australia. <laughs> so we are filming live with Sunrise Australia down in the shipyards, talking about the brewery and all the other assets we have around here while we speak to Australians from coast to coast live. It's the first time they've been here, and it's their only location in Metro Vancouver. This is where they wanted to be. They didn't want to be anywhere else. And you probably, probably set them up with some groovy back shot that shows the skyline Absolutely. and shows all that the area has to offer. And as we record this on Tuesday, the sun is shining, yes. and you seize those moments in the, yes. in the month of March in Vancouver. Uh, in addition, you've got something pretty exciting coming up uh, in two weeks, so do tell us that. Uh, okay. uh, but the last Rogers Hometown Hockey, and we're talking Sportsnet, so everybody knows what that's all about. We're going to have Ron McLean, Tara Sloan, sitting in the nice. broadcast booth on our water in front of the Polygon with the water feature. City is a backdrop. It's going to look awesome. Uh, two blocks away from that, we're taking an entire street that we're going to shut down and have all sorts of family-friendly activations. So the kids will be up there shooting pox. They'll be seeing alumni. There'll be signatures from some of the pros, that sort of thing. So it's just going to be three days of North Shore hockey and fun to finish out the NHL season because that's the last rise to go. And three days, three days before they were supposed to arrive is when everything got Locked shut down, down. globally. Yeah. So we've been waiting two years for them to come back. Well, awesome. and I know they usually pull a rabbit out of the hat and bring mm-hmm. on somebody from the area when they do the hometown hockey. I mean, the only mm-hmm. person I can think of is Paul Correa from North Vancouver, but I don't know if that's sure. in the cards. Are there other alumni from North Van uh, in the NHL? Down, yeah. if, an, if their availability is there, Bo Hover was going to show up two years ago, so we'll see. There'll be some, uh, there'll be some hockey. There'll be people you recognize. Hometown hockey mm-hmm. from North mm-hmm. Vancouver. Mm-hmm. That'll be awesome. Sunrise Australia. Yeah. Thank you so much for your cooperation because you make these shows happen. This is the third, by the way, and we're hoping to do a fourth <laughs> next year, so mark that in the calendar. Uh, and uh, just a prediction. This time next year, how many more places are open on the on the brewery scene? In, in the breweries do see is smaller restaurants moving within the brewery district to feed the clients. We don't mind yes. food trucks. We don't have a lot of space. I'd rather have a bricks and mortar, small pizzeria or something in the brewery sure. district, right? That makes more sense. Greg Holmes, thank you very much, sir. Cheers. Thank Cheers. you very much. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. Vancouver Young Actor School gives kids the confidence to do anything on and off camera. 
Take Melissa, whose daughter Emma is in the program right now. Before Vancouver Young Actors School, she was shy and lacked confidence. I noticed a difference after only a few short months. She just seemed so much more centered and willing to get out there and be a part of something. Act now. Classes are starting soon. Oh my goodness, she's made so many friends. She's become an amazing person just through taking classes here. Sign up today at VancouverYoungActorSchool.com. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. You're listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. We are at the Gull on First Avenue East in North Van. It's a special show dedicated to the Shipyards District BIA, the Brewery Shipyards District Range Brewery Tours. Correct. Uh, you got anything coming up to the North Shore? Uh, yes, we'll be coming up to the North Shore. We've got uh, the downtown east side. We've been out to White Rock. Uh, whether it's a private group, whether you guys are doing a stag, stagette, give us a holler. Longtime friend of the show, Mr. Paul Kovamis, yeah. is the head brewer of North Point Brewing. Pleasure to see you, sir. How are you? I'm well, yeah. Thanks for having me again. This is uh, is exciting. Nice are to be back. You, are you, and you're solo today? I'm solo today, yeah. yeah. Uh, are you as not crazy? I mean, um, yeah, it's really nice to see Shakedown finally open up. Um, it's it's a nice, it's even more reason for people to come from downtown, hop on the sea bus and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, it's great. I mean... I feel like it's a pretty good scene now. There, so. must, there must be a lot of opportunity for brewery assistance, brewer assistance now, because there's so many more places to brew. For sure. I'm definitely looking for help. Are you? Um, yeah, we need, need all the help we can get. We're, we're pretty busy right now. Okay. So. Well, as it stands, then let's put out a plug here. What is it you look for, then, if somebody listening to this show thinks, hey, I like brewing, or I'm, I'm into brewing, I want to learn, what, what requirements would you re- want them to have? Um, I think you can't come in expecting to you know, brew right away. you got to yeah. wash kegs for yeah, yeah. You got to work. You got to do the grunt work. You got to do the grunt work. Yeah. So a lot has changed in North Point since uh, we first talked, but uh, since Point Two. Yes. So um, it's pretty much official. We're opening in mid-May, but North Point uh, downtown Benthall Center is is opening in mid-May. Um, so it's right in that uh, on that Gerard Street. It's got a huge patio, uh, and we're bringing the cabin fields downtown. So we'll have uh, we'll have a coffee program in the morning, which House of Funk is providing the coffee beans, and then in the afternoon we'll be running a nice pizza program with North Point beers. Um, so it'll be a great change of pace for that area, which is you know very much office buildings mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff so um, we'll you know it's a lot different than anything else down there so um, all the suits all the lawyers oh, they yeah. can come down and I know my bentos really well I know where the four of them are but uh, are, you're, are you on Burrard? Yeah we're on Burrard. Are um, you around the, are like, you on the Cactus Club side? Or? Yeah there's like a big courtyard yeah. area there um, and our patio is, is right there it kind of right. looks, looks out and all that. Wow. So. so mid-May for North Point this is something that a lot of places I've noticed are not necessarily 
necessarily doing, but they're considering doing. Uh, yeah, we're not doing any brewing there, yeah. but so all the beer is being provided from our North Van brewery. Yeah. Yeah. I, th I think it's just an evolution of the business model, right? Like if you've got a great setup of what, you know, your original location, eventually you want to build that out, right? So as long as you can keep up with capacity-wise, exactly. you're not brewing 24 hours a yeah, day, seven exactly. days well, a week, right? That begs the question, Mr. Kovamis, uh, you only have so much capacity to brew in, and now you've got a second room to brew for. Yeah. Uh, how are you managing that? So are well, you shifting around the clock? Yeah, we. I mean, we're looking to hire some more people, but also we're about to install two 60-heck uh, tanks outdoors. Oh, so wow. right now we run a 20-heck brew house with 20-heck fermenters, but we're more than doubling our capacity. And and for the, uh, the novice out there, let's remind them what a heck is. So one heck is 100 liters. 100 liters so, is a hectoliter. Yeah, so okay. we brew 2,000 liters at a time right. to fill our fermenters, but we're... Yeah. More than doubling, but capacity. with the new ones, then you'd have to be to, to fill them. It'd be a three, yeah, a three brew, or excuse me, a three brew. Yeah, holy so we're doing Moses, a lot of, dude! Our core stuff will all be done in those big tanks, and it just leaves room for more fun and one-off kind of beers as well. Also, uh, the last time we talked, you were, I think, about to open up upstairs. Yeah, this is the last time we talked on the show, which was actually we How talked. Was no, we, we talked. From, I think we talked from the gull about a year ago, but we talked in the uh, at um, uh, Taylor's Crossing. Taylor's Crossing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right there. yes. So, um, how is the upstairs working out? It's unreal. Um, Frank, uh, who is our events manager, he's been doing an awesome job. Um, we have, you know, weddings there. We have birthday parties. We have, you know, retirement parties. Um, you know, it's a great place to have to throw any kind of party you want. Um, and we're booking up fast. So, if anyone has a desire to use that space, it, it looks fantastic. Um, it's a cool it's, room. It's, it's a cool room. It's a cool room. Now, you also were fortunate, as most places were, to be given some allowances from the from the city councils to create an outdoor environment what's the update there are you getting your are your patios continuing um, through year after year or what's the plan I can't confidently say yes or no um, you know uh, Liam kind of deals with that kind of stuff um, but uh, I know for a fact that we bought new umbrellas so that's probably, probably a good sign that we're, good we're sign. They're gonna be permanent yeah well we saw the kind of controversy that we have with the city of Vancouver with them you know um, starting to charge for permits and drawings, et cetera, et cetera. Well, it's more about like 35 pages of, of blueprint plans have to be submitted, and it's just ridiculous. I was just on, on the Sunshine Coast, and I talked to the mayor of Gibbs, or of Seashell, and um, their, their process to apply for a patio extension continuation is one page. City of Vancouver is like 35. That's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure what North Manhattan is like, yeah. but um, as far as I know, it's, it's well, I mean, it's still there. So. Knowing Liam, you, you'd be hearing a lot of cussing and stuff. Oh, for sure. Right? But so. you know, well, also, I mean, let's mean this sincerely, because people like Greg Holmes, the BIA director, he's really on your side. Yeah. And he's he's in touch and well-connected, and he can filter some of the BS that might, might come your way or might be headed your way. So I'm sure things are good. Well, I'm sure when you have an independent advocate for, for your, your sector, right? It, it does definitely work um, to, to, your, to your advantage, right? Sure. And he's trying to help everybody out, right? Not, not just one specific person, but I think the whole industry as a, as a whole to bring tourism and, and even locals out to, to enjoy to enjoy those patios. Yeah, I feel I really feel like, um, you know, he has our back and, and uh, the city loves us too, yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, and they love the vibe. They love the vibe that's in this neighborhood and I, you, know, you want to see that continue and flourish. Uh, okay, so let's talk some beer finally. What, yeah. um, what is North Point known for, and what uh, what do you what's new in the uh, menu? Well, 
Well, I mean, what we're known for is, is uh, I mean, we're all about crushable beers and, and having something to offer for, for anyone who walks in the door. Uh, so these are two of our newer ones, though. So the first one is Dark Side of the Moon. It's a dark rye IPA. Um, so it has the spiciness from the rye, but it has the hoppiness of a West Coast IPA. So lots of Centennial, Columbus, Chinook, uh, Citra, and Amarillo hops. Um, and then here we have uh, Cruzy Juice, which is our um, double dry hop hazy IPA. Um, this is something I've really been really happy with. Um, it's got a ton of mosaic, cascade, and um, uh, Eldorado hops. Um, so just a nice, easy, crushable, um, big, juicy, hazy IPA. So when you're coming up with these recipes and you're starting to look at these hops, how, how, do, you, how do you pick them? Um, well, I mean, you kind of look at the f flavor profiles and you, you try to uh, use that to kind of develop a sensory um, aspect for the consumer. Mm -hmm. um, so I was looking for big, you know, the classic big notes of citrus, um, but also that kind of red berry, stone fruit, fruitiness. Right. Um, and you kind of put those hops together, you pair them together, um, and you hopefully, hopefully hit the nail on the head. Now, what if you not ruin a, I won't say ruin a brew, but what if it just doesn't meet your expectation? Do you have to dump it, or can you add something else to it or change it to make it more palatable? I mean, unless it's infected, like, yeah. I don't, I'm not a big dump guy. Yeah. Like, I think no matter what, it's, it's craft beer, it's fun, yeah. you know? Whatever happens, <laughs> yeah. happens. But then again, Joe, that is one of the, the luxuries of having a tap room, right? Like, you, it might not necessarily exactly. go to market in yeah. cans. And, and One way or another, it's going to sell. It, it, it's going to sell, <laughs> yeah. right? And, and even though you might not, it might not hit that expectation for you. Yeah. Some of the consumers coming in might not have that palate to to that end but of level like you I've, do. I've had beers I'm not not happy with. I don't mind them, but, but I'm then not, all of not, a sudden they're selling. They're selling like crazy. Yeah. People, okay. people love it. Now, conversely, what if they're not selling? Because you see, sit down every couple of weeks and go, we got we got to lose this one. Knock on wood, it hasn't happened yet. Okay. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure saying it's going to. With Alex Jobson, real estate advisor of City to Suburb Real Estate Group from the Sutton Group West Coast Realty. Two decades of award-winning service. And Alex, what is the most important thing to look for when one seeks out a real estate advisor? Trust. No doubt in my mind, it needs to be trust. The governing bodies in our area for real estate um, put in place uh, things to protect you. However, you are spending on average in this market a million dollars, give or take, you need to be able to trust the realtor that you're asking to help you. And in your nearly two decades, you have built trust as well. You can find out some testimonials on citytosuburb.ca. He's Alex Jobson, real estate advisor, City to Suburb Real Estate Group of the Sutton Group West Coast Realty. Feeling strong and fit is an important element of life, but sometimes people forget to take advantage of maintaining it. That's where I come in. I'm Troy from T-Squared Personal Training, located in the Sandman Hotel in downtown Vancouver. In just two or three visits a week, I can have you in great shape and the top of your game. Book an appointment and check out my gravity training system. You'll get a full body intense workout in as little as 60 minutes. Visit my website, tsquaredvancouverpersonaltraining.com or find me on Twitter at tsquaredpt.
Vancouver Young Actors School gives kids the confidence to do anything on and off camera. Take Melissa, whose daughter Emma is in the program right now. Before Vancouver Young Actors School, she was shy and lacked confidence. I noticed a difference after only a few short months. She just seemed so much more centered and willing to get out there and be a part of something. Act now. Classes are starting soon. Oh my goodness, she's made so many friends. She's become an amazing person just through taking classes here. Sign up today at Vancouver VancouverYoungActorSchool.com. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. This is just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. Rick, we should point out, we're coming soon to a neighborhood near you. We've started these, I guess, two years ago. This is a pre-COVID thing that we started. Yes. But it's actually worked out well because now we can do we can do shows in more locations, more outside locations if need be. Uh, so there has been some benefits. But we're taking the show around. Our next show next month will be from the north area of Langley. Uh, we are doing a show from the Mount Pleasant Brewing District. We are doing a show from the Strathcona Brewing District. So we'll be popping up through various BIAs or city councils that's right or tourism departments so if you're listening to the show and you're thinking hey what about our neighborhood like say Hastings Sunrise or something like that yes talk to us definitely talk to us of course but uh, our thanks to the shipyards district BIA of growth of the brewing scene in this specific area you got to harken back to I think number one and that was Greenleaf Brewing Amir Abadi is the co-owner of Greenleaf in the Lonsdale Key um, take us back uh, you were the first one is that correct yeah so for the city of North Vancouver we were the first one uh, back in years, and then we had all the others come along. So you're coming up on your 10th anniversary. Uh, ninth, yeah. Ninth, ninth. yeah. Well, yeah. Th- next year will be <laughs> next year will be the 10th anniversary. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. What what do you think the, the thought was then? Do you did you believe that there'd be more popping up, or was it must have been a lot of red tape to go through to, to get licensed? There was, and uh, back then we were just not sure how people were going to perceive craft beer. Yeah. There were so many people just users of introduction and explaining what craft beer is. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's sort of transitioned everyone over. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good area because it's in it's in the Longdale Key too, which really helps because you've got so much foot traffic going by, right. going oh, what's this craft beer? What's craft beer? <laughs> good timing. Well, you know, and there's so many, um, you know, bringing it again over, coming over from from East Vancouver and the and the originators that we had over there with R and B and Red Truck and 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 all of those guys, right? So to be to be in that that company is 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 quite a feather. In your hat, <laughs> well, it's interesting to see, for example, as we record this at the legendary Gull on First Avenue East in, in North Van, this really is kind of a party for all you folks to get together because there's so many breweries now that it's kind of a little bit of a brew party going on here at the here at the bar as people are waiting to come on the show. But it's it's so inspiring because you must you must agree and you must take a lot of credit for this, or you, you should take credit for this, <laughs> because if it were not for you, there might not be some of these breweries here today. 
maybe I'll, yeah. we try to stay yeah. humble about it. But no, it's, but it's, that's uh, exactly. It. And I know that there's <laughs> changes coming to the Lonsdale Key. I know they're doing some 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 new uh, tenants are coming in and stuff like that. Yeah. Some exciting restaurant plans, and oh, yeah. it's only going to get better for for Greenlee. Do you strictly brew and sell there? Name out and all that, but we slowly started realizing uh, it's best to just keep everything in house because we were almost running out of things to sell in the summers, for mm -hmm. example, mm -hmm. at the actual brewery. So uh, we had to sort of cut our distribution, sell uh, only the tasting room. But uh, we slowly want to transition to uh, getting out again once mm -hmm. we can expand our production. How big is your brew house? So, so yeah. wow. Yeah. So to be able to sell that up to our location and uh, <laughs> see regulars coming in all the time. Oh, still wanting the same beer early days again. What kind of challenges did you have at the height of the pandemic? I mean, were you you were limited in your when everything was shut down? Uh, really hard to come by. Two places to see just how quiet, <laughs> quiet. Came. And seeing that uh, the storm, yeah. uh, we got Nothing. we were and uh, we ourselves as well. Awesome. Yeah, I think that needs to be stated over and over again because I know so many isn't local for us. Plenty in off sales from the uh, local breweries. So that's all good. The plans are all good. You're planning to get things are looking up for Greenleaf. So winters, it's our uh, Weisenhauer wheat. It's a nice half. Uh, Pretty much our well, I was going to say that uh, that that green can, four beers, and um, are you at, at what it is? That's the same year, same every year. Once in a while, we'll do a spinoff, but. Uh I mean, it's good quality stuff, but I'm just I'm community <laughs> yes. area. It's amazing to see the growth in this industry. We shouldn't be surprised. But the other thing that you, you have on your side, and if they get it and they understand these expansions in, in up, right, we kind of use Brewers Road, Golden Child, right? Like if it, and, and people have actually seen, okay, if it works there, can we do this here? What do we need? What are our challenges? Can we overcome these? Support this? Oh, I, th I think so. I mean, just the amount, and you know, the timing is so encouraging now. But the temperatures are ramping Today. up. There's more daylight than summer ahead. Uh, area. Body is the co-owner of Greenleaf Brew, but they started. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Vancouver Young Actor School gives kids the confidence to do anything on and off camera. Take Melissa, whose daughter Emma is in the program right now. Before Vancouver Young Actor School, she was shy and lacked confidence. I noticed a difference after only a few short months. She just seemed so much more centered and willing to get out there and be a part of something. Act now. Classes are starting soon. Oh my goodness, she has made so many friends. She's become an amazing person just through taking classes here. Sign up today at Vancouver VancouverYoungActorSchool.com. With Alex Jobson, real estate advisor of City to Suburb Real Estate Group from the Sutton Group West Coast Realty. Two decades of award-winning service. And Alex, what is the most important thing to look for when one seeks out a real estate advisor? Trust. No doubt in my mind. It needs to be trust. The governing bodies in our area for real estate um, put in place uh, things to protect you. However, you are spending on average in this market a million dollars, give or take. You need to be able to trust the realtor that you're asking to help you. And in your nearly two decades, you have built trust as well. You can find out some testimonials on citytosuburb.ca. He's Alex Jobson, real estate advisor, City to Suburb Real Estate Group of the Sutton Group West Coast Realty. <laughs> 
This is Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTV. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. The legendary gull, the formerly the rusty gull, ain't rusty no more. Ryan Schultz, if you build it, they will come. That's one thing we found in brewing. Uh, and speaking of location, you've got a killer location. You are literally right on the corner. High traffic area, but it's also a very walkable area, and it's within walking distance of a handful of these breweries. Yes. That's got to be so cool to have neighbors so close by that are doing the same thing you're doing. Oh, my God. The neighborhood's amazing. We're all so supportive. We are all uh, kind of grown up together in a sense. Like, you know, I would consider us the kind of young, young kid. The babies on the block. But, yeah. you know, Darren from House of Funk and Matt Beer from Beer and, um, you know, Liam from North Point. We're, everybody's so supportive of each other. It's it's fantastic and, and really helped us kind of put my pro forma together and, you know, budget what I needed, what it would cost. Turns out it's a lot of money <laughs> to open the doors. But, yeah, and then we're we're here now and uh, and it's been great and, and people are loving it. And we you, should point out, just uh, excuse me a second, Ray, we should point out that when he's, you mentioned Matt Beer from Beer Brewing. They were the only brewery that weren't able to send someone over today, which is probably a good list cross beers. So all of the, you know, famous beers, 33 Acres of Sunshine, all those beers are, are Dave's recipes. Dave, Dave um, Varga. Dave Varga, yeah. And so he, uh, it's actually, I was getting my hair cut four years ago and I was debating about opening up a brewery and my barber, and I'll always give him credit for this. And he goes, I'm like, oh, I'm in a job that's kind of sh- sh- crappy and all this stuff. And he goes, oh, you know, Dave just quit 33 Acres if you're if you're looking for a brewer. And I, I knew who he was, but he didn't know who I was. So I reached out to him and met him the next weekend and I said, look, I know you just quit your job, but I'll give you a piece of the company. Do you want to join us? And he goes, oh, yeah. And I said, well, you can think about it. You don't have to say yes on the spot. <laughs> but yeah, and here we are now. Well, and again, just kind of getting back to, to, to what he was saying is, is we've talked about this again and again and again and again. Everybody that is in this industry that we have met has been nothing but supportive of the new kids on the block. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you turn and, and it's like, I need help with this. Do you have that? Can I borrow this? Sure. Can I borrow that? Right? And, and guys are all up there doing it without even thinking about it, right? And, and we have a Slack group, actually, with all yeah. of the Shipyards Brewery District, yeah. and we have a, a thread that says need ingredients. And so once in a while, somebody will be like, oh, I ran out of hops. Can anybody drop off some hops? And, and we're all quick on the ball, and somebody will, will run down and yeah. a bit of, get a, a hops to them, and then they'll get them back the next week. Well, can you imagine any other industry? If Cactus Club runs out of filet, they're not getting them from from Joey's, I can, I can tell you. But this is so unique in the, in the brewery community. Yeah. And again, everybody, there's a real kinship amongst brewers. And uh, it's nice to know that so many people slog through the the piles of BS and red tape before you came along so they could give you the, here are the pitfalls, here's what you need to do, here's the bank you want to deal with, here's the here's yeah. the person on city council you want to talk to. So they've sort of paved the way for, for the rest. 100%. Yeah, yeah. it's been, it, the city's been a fantastic supporter as well. Uh, the mayor, Linda, has been has been amazing. She jokes that she's the alcoholic mayor because she's uh, she's made it easy for all of these That's breweries and distilleries. That's not a good campaign slogan, I tell you, Linda, sorry. I uh, said, you know, we're not complaining. Don't yeah, worry. No, it's better. <laughs> Better have the mayor in your premises than against your premises. That's, that's what I say. Okay, so you were you're doing lighter beer. So that is that that's the the whole plan of Shaketown, or that's the launch of Shaketown. No, that's the whole plan. I mean, we wanted to do uh, we wanted to pick a lane. Uh, so I wanted I didn't want to open up a brewery just for the sake of opening up a brewery. I wanted to have a, a specialty, and and House of Funk was doing great experimental, you know, Brett beers, uh, nor, uh, beer brewing's doing the really nice hazy IPAs. So I, you know, I've always 
wanted. I've always thought this was a trend that comes that comes over from Europe. The lower alcohol beers. It's still yet to catch on, and it, I think it. I still have hope for it. I got. I built a whole business model around it, so I hope it does. Um, and it, they're harder to make. The lower alcohol mm -hmm. beers are harder. Really to make. Right. Yeah, they are. It's all technique, um, and it's all about the ingredients you choose. And and we have no fillers or any of this stuff to to make our beers lower alcohol. This one especially. So this was a launch um, in our original opening act, and we kept this one on actually the itty bitty IPA. So it's um, it's it's a clear IPA. It's 3.5 percent. And by comparison, the standard IPA is usually around six to seven. Six, seven. I mean, it's even getting up as high as like eight. Yeah. Even yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And they can knock you on your butt pretty good if you. Oh like, my yeah. god. Yeah. I mean, well, I, you know, the great thing about it being open three weeks, and I've been in the hospitality industry for a while, and because of our lower alcohol beers, I haven't had to deal with any bad customers. People yeah. are ordering more. They're yeah. sitting there longer. They're engaging with their friends. And I think with spring and summer coming up, and everybody getting back to playing outdoor sports, and whether it's baseball, whether it's softball, like soccer, all of those things. Like, I, I think this would, would definitely fall within that category and that wheelhouse of, of, of something that you want to mm -hmm. drink on the side lines, even though you're technically not well, supposed I to. Well, I think you can, you can consume in parks in, in many areas. And, you and, know. And so, you know, I think even from personal experience, yeah. like, th this, this would be perfect. Yeah, so this one, so the one we're drinking right now is the Itty Bitty IPA, 3.5%. Yeah. It's, it's clear. It's, it's, it's still light got a, it's still tasty. Got a Bold it's got a hoppy taste to it, but it's it's good. We've got uh, Amarillo and Enigma hops in there, so that that gives you kind of that white stone fruit. You even mm -hmm. kind of get like a little bit of a grape, kind of a white wine kind of feel to it, uh, but really nice finish on it. It's a great food pairing beer. I call it. A, I call our these two beers our lunchtime beers. If you have a lunchtime meeting, you, mm -hmm. you have a beer, you can go back to work and you don't want to take a nap, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So as the uh, calendar goes, when when actually was opening day? How new are you at Shakedown? So we opened. We're in a week three right now. We okay. opened on uh, oh, wow. two Wednesdays ago, and it's been off the charts crazy. Mm -hmm. And and I haven't really done much advertising that we're open. Uh, and words just spread like people are coming from Burnaby and over over town and. And people are telling their friends, and it's it's great. The room looks beautiful. We have floor-to-ceiling windows. We're a corner unit. Uh, tons of natural light. We've got accordion-style windows that fully open up, so it feels like you're outside. Great people watching. Great views of the of the ocean. Um, and there's nothing going to be built up there because it's, it's the railway tracks basically below. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and it's great on a Saturday night. Like it is just a, a vibe down there. It's, it's this electricity that that area is now turned into. It's incredible. How many people do you hold? Uh, we have a 60-person capacity. Okay. Yeah. No food, which is unfortunate, but we're building ourselves to be a production brewery, so beer is our, our focus, and we have a, a pretty big system. We can pump out a lot of product. Sure. Uh, and we do some snacks, so I'm trying to, we're rotating them now. We've got um, some BKH beef jerky from uh, Fraser and Kingsway, yes. Singapore style beef jerky. I've got some hops, pickles, so I'm trying to keep it local with the snacks, but get a little bit different than hard by potato chips. Some grilled and, cheese uh, there, um, we, should, we, we, should yeah. talk, we should talk Joe Cheese. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, so uh, you're open seven days a week. Uh, you've, you've managed to uh, introduce yourself to people. The response has been overwhelming. Uh, we should give a shout out to your other partner. We mentioned Dave Varga. Who's the third partner? Yeah, so Rohan and I actually went to high school together. So we uh, we were we were both in the same choir class, actually. Oh, <laughs> so you can sing your own jingles if you go that route. Exactly. Okay, there you go. But uh, yeah, so we've known each other for 25 years yeah, and uh, yeah. we grew up together and I, he's, uh, you always hire, so he's in charge of uh, sales and distribution. You always hire a sales guy who's more popular than your 
yourself. Well, of course, uh, that's right. And he is he's great, and he's great at connecting with people. He was working in a job that he didn't love at the time, and I thought he'd be a perfect fit to do the sales because you can't do it all yourself at the end of the yeah. day. Mm -hmm. So he came on board uh, just after we got Dave, and, and the rest is history. So yeah. for our listeners' perspective, if they're not going to be in the North Van area for a little while, can they purchase Shake Town in any bars or pubs or, or liquor stores yeah. that, they, that you may want to give? Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we've, uh, we just got into Taco Fino. Uh, Taco Fino Gas Town. We uh, just tapped there. We're in Colony in, in North End, probably more downtown. Uh, Como Restaurant, Sean Layton's restaurant. Yeah. Sean Layton, front of the show. Took, he took uh, four kegs. I'm sure he's burned through that already. But um, And then we're in uh, Bells and Whistles downtown. Uh, we are also in uh, a bunch of liquor stores uh, cross town. And um, I mean, I can't even keep track. It's just, it's growing by the day, really. But uh, the restaurants, we're trying to do it uh, very focused approach and sort of build our build out from that. We have a lot of products, so we will be in a lot of places. It's called Shaketown Brewing, and uh, how are you found on social media? Uh, Shaketown, the handle is Shaketown Beer. Shaketown Beer. Uh, we have not, we've been by it, we've not yet been in it. That'll be on the plans on the next month. Oh, for sure. Uh, kissing Babies and Shaking Hands tour that, that we do periodically. <laughs> Ryan Schultz, the co-owner of the newest kid on the block, Shaketown Brewing in the Brewery Shipyard District. Good talking, man. You're a good talker, you're a good spokesperson, and welcome to the market. Thank you, gentlemen. It's great to be here. Cheers. Cheers. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning avant-garde hair studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Just here for the beer. Sportsnet 650 presents Just Here for the Beer, Canada's original dedicated beer radio show. I don't mean to have a one-track mind, but all I need is a frosty pine. A Vancouver tradition for 10 years and counting. We're talking about the BC beer scene with the innovators, the movers and shakers, and brew makers of the industry. And I don't mean to whine and beg, but someone finally top that keg. I'm just here for the beer. It's just here for the beer radio with your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. We are at the legendary Gull on First Avenue East in North Vancouver. This is a dedicated show of Just Here for the Beer as we focus on the Shipyards Brewery District, the ever-expanding Shipyards Brewery District. Joe Larry along with Rick Mulder. You can follow us on social media at JHFTV on Twitter and Instagram, justhereforthebeer.com. And you can also book brewery tours. And I know you've been talking about doing some stuff to the North Shore, to oh, this specific sure. brewery district uh, as we sit here today. Longtime friend of the show, yeah. Mr. Darren Hollett. Darren Thank Hollett. you. 
proprietor of House of Funk. Things still funking good over there, or what? They're they're funking great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 350 Esplanade East. Oh, uh, you got it right. You Thank did. You. Good and, job, Joe. And you're just down the road from Beer Brewing. Um, the Lutzer Bakery is not too yeah. far away. Yep. Streetcar is close behind. North Point is just a little up the hill. And now Shaketown is in the scene. And we've always said there's always been a beer scene in North Vancouver in the brewery ship or brewery shipyards district. Now there's a bigger scene all the time. It's crazy. 100. Yeah. Like this summer, I believe very strongly is going to be bonkers. I mm-hmm. think that people are going to be coming down. It's going to be a very full street. Yeah. It'll be weightless at every single one. But it's nice because I think that we're in an area where we are still able to sustain the volume that I'm expecting. Like even though we could add two more breweries, and I truthfully do believe that we will still have weights at each one of those breweries. So um, it's phenomenal. I'm happy that Shaketown's joined the the crew recently. And it's all sort of compacted too. That's kind of the thing. Like there's other breweries. Like for example, we're Black Kettle is down on on Marine Drive. Yep. But you know, b- basically between Greenleaf and I would say House of Funk is the brewery shipyards district. And um, there's just so much good choice. And even if there is a wait, hey, it's not a short. It's a really short hike to oh, the next place where maybe you, you know there's no wait at that time. But I mean, you got to be excited because uh, we seem to be post COVID or at least largely post COVID. Yes. Uh, I guess the passports are coming off pretty soon, and that's can't gonna, wait. That's going to have a bearing as well. And uh, and with the good weather here, um, this is going to be a time when people are going to be feeling comfortable to go outside. Yes. Are you able to keep your patio extensions? Has that been decided? Yes. Yeah. No. So in uh, so on the provincial level, it has been we're capable of applying with the liquor board to turn that from temporary to permanent. And then with the city of North Vancouver, they've made it very easy. We sh- it's essentially like a reapplication to turn it from temporary to permanent. So all of us will be able to retain our patios. He's sounding froggy now. He did warn, he did warn me did. about that earlier. There's nothing wrong with your set. Okay, There's nothing wrong with your audio channel there. It's because he's been talking. Yeah, he's been yeah. talking a lot. Yeah, I can't shut up. Yeah. And uh, and there's lots to talk about because, again, there's so much going on in the in the beer community. Um, what's, uh, what's been like at House of Funk since you pulled down the plexiglass and since you were allowed your regular capacity again? Do you see immediate response from uh, Joe and Joanne Public? Are they coming out in abundance again? 100%. Uh, like, we've seen our volumes kick up. It still is very weather dependent, yeah. but it's been, it feels very, I don't say fresh coming yeah. inside. Yeah. Uh, people can walk around, no masks on. Uh, recently, what we've been looking at also is a lot of things have changed in house uh, since COVID kicked off. And what we're trying to do is, like, okay, what did we look like before COVID happened? And we're trying to refresh our room a little bit. We're getting new glassware. We're bringing our couch back very mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. So those things we didn't have during COVID because we didn't want people close together. But now we've rearranged our room. It just feels a lot more free. And I'm, I'm happy to see customers responding as such. And people are coming out. Every single weekend, we're busy. That's awesome. Is there any plans? I know we've talked about this before, and it's kind of hard to make plans when there's a pandemic firing around. But there was talk of maybe doing something, that little strip of street right in front of where you are and what yep. connects you with beer brewing. There was talk of maybe doing some sort of outdoor beer garden there or a concert. Is that possible? Is that in the works, do you think? It is possible. And so, actually, we are talking about that right now. Um, there's a few different events happening for the city. So, I'm hopeful that something like that could happen maybe on, say, like Canada Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also working on, so May 14th is going to be our anniversary party. It's our third year. It's our third year. We haven't actually had an anniversary party to date because we've been waiting 
for us to be able to have restrictions lifted. So we'll be jamming three years into one on, uh, on May 14th, and we're going to be taking over a little bit of that block, and we have a special performer coming in for, we can't reveal it to the day of. An un unnamed performer. Unnamed. Huh? Okay. But uh, yeah, no, it'll be it'll be a, a good time, and then we also are working on shutting down a little bit of that block, but that's still in the works. What's been the uh, response from the community? Like, I mean, are you seeing that all of these places, all of the breweries, there's, I mean, is there going to be some sort of, I think, a dedicated BC Ale Trail or some sort of maybe password or passport between between breweries, get it stamped at all, say, seven locations and win some sort of prize? Is there any plans that you think says? Because you really have a nice, tightly knit community here specifically. We do. We do. And so we, we are, we do have an ale trail that's dedicated to ourselves. We definitely will start to update it with the new breweries. Uh, but then we, as a group, we meet monthly. Uh, it's a great group. We're all, we're all friends. We all look out for each other. And uh, every single long weekend that we have, we work out an event where there is a prize. If you go to every single brewery and get a stamp, you end up getting a glass. Mm -hmm. So we, we will have every single long weekend that we have, generally we will be doing one of those events. So keep an eye. He is Darren Hollett, the proprietor of House of Funk Brewing 350 Esplanade East on the brewery, or in the brewery shipyards district. I got it right twice in a row. He did. That was awesome. Uh, let's talk some beers and coffee. First of all, coffee. Coffee. Uh, because uh, coffee. we yes. understand that your coffee beans are ground and used at North Point 2.0, which yes, is in correct. the Bentall Center on Burrard Street. Yep. So, because you were, you were kind of, you came out of the gate brewing beer and brewing coffee. Yes. Yeah, so we, we, we see the two, they go hand in hand. We can open up in the morning as a cafe, close as a tap room. Um, and our coffee, in my, in my humble opinion, is phenomenal. Anne's our head roaster. She does a killer job. Every week, it seems like we have a new coffee, bringing a new origin. The can that we, we can all of our coffee beans so to help with the freshness. The can in front of me, though, we have a barrel-aged series for coffee. Ooh. Yeah, so kind of course tying the, the brewery and the roastery in with one another. Mm -hmm. And so this one in particular sat in uh, in bourbon barrels for, I believe it was six months. Ooh. And so you get a nice little bit of whiskey character. It's almost like a morning-after drink, so you have both your coffee and your booze the next morning. Whiskey and your coffee, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, that. Uh, and we just released that about a week ago. Yeah. And this is a, it's a popular offering of ours. So what awesome. is this, what is the scene like in the in the wee hours of the morning when people are coming for coffees? It's more coffee shop e. The beer is not flowing. It's not. No, it's we, not. we start pouring beer at about 11 a.m. But yeah. on weekends we have Crack On comes in. Okay. They have a food truck and they okay. operate our kitchen. So we have a brunch program. Ah. Yeah. Starts at 10 a.m. on Saturdays and Sundays. So we have our, our coffee flowing. Beer kicks off at 11, and then uh, some really good breakfast sandwiches and breakfast offerings. Well, nice. let's let's talk about those beers. What's uh, it's been a while since I've been to House of Funk. So yeah. What uh, what are you brewing that's uh, killing it these days? Yes, I mean, we have all of our core offerings, but we've been we've been delving into quite a few new uh, different types of beers. So in front of us, we have Many Worlds. This is a our Lupulin Entanglement series. So we have a fooder, which is a thousand liter oak vessel that we ferment our hazy IPAs directly in. So it has a little bit of a kiss of wood, a lot of funk, a lot of haze, and it's a, it's a fun beer. We do this one with Nelson Sovin. Benu. So this is our Celestial Body Series, and we're pulling from our wood. So we have 86 barrels sitting in our warehouse, and we pull from them. We blend different barrels to taste, and then we blend this on top of, uh, we dry hop it generally. And so this one, Benu, is, it's a food or farmhouse ale that is tasting phenomenal. And then lastly, Apotheosis. This is our our brewer's choice beer, because it's 2.7%. and we 2.7? 2.7. That's really low. It is really low, but the nice thing is you can have quite a 
few of them then. Yeah, yeah. So it's a uh, Brett or like very, it's a funky farmhouse beer. Okay. That has, it's, it's low in ABV, but has still quite a bit of character. Now, what made you decide to do the Fooder IPA? Um, I mean, we wanted to do hazy IPAs because we love them. They sell well. And we wanted to do our own spin on it. So every single one of House of Funk's beers either has to spend time in wood, be fermented with a wild yeast or bacteria. So we were able to delve into this style in our own way. Nice. Yeah. And this one in particular, so we use a genetically modified yeast uh, that accentuates kind of like the fruity compounds of the hops that we use in it. Nice. Now, I happen to be uh, at House of Funk a couple of years back when um, we were witnessing the arrival of a tank. That was an interesting process. Yes, um, I, remember and I remember those things got jammed in there pretty good. There's they not did. a whole lot, no of, room. lot of not a lot of wiggle room. So how are you how are you keeping up with the with the pace and the demand? I mean, to, to that point, we have we've had no more room since day one. Yeah. So we have not added any more tanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we I mean we make do with what we have. We definitely lean on our wood cellar as much mm-hmm. as we can. Mm-hmm. So while we have all of our stainless fermenters in there, we're able to continually add to the amount of barrels and fooders that we have and we're pulling from that stock and um, are you back with live entertainment or is that, uh, is that we're going to bring him back probably in the next month or two we'll start bringing him back as well because that is a the, large part of what we used to offer I remember the, the first uh, the first Sunday that you offered entertainment I was up yeah. there that guy was pretty pretty darn good and it really added a nice element because that's the other thing yeah. these 100%. aren't even though you know some of the tasting rooms you know have full liquor licenses or, or a, a well a well organized liquor shelf or maybe a good food program at the end of the day these are breweries. These are local, you know, brewery tasting rooms. They may have TVs in them, but they're not—they're not full-on bars. They may look like them, but they really bring a sense of community. And everybody's got their favorite local. And especially if you don't have your favorite, you might have three or four favorites. And you can literally have one here, one there, one there. That's just so cool. And I thought the entertainment was a really nice element because it gave it more of the the British pub kind of feel, yep. as opposed to just a bar where people are just throwing back drinks. Yep. I think that's a really good point because as we add, I think it's fantastic that we're adding a lot of different breweries to the area. But as we do that, every single brewery needs to be very honed in on what they are in order to be able to attract that customer. Mm-hmm. Because Shaketown is doing their thing. What's House of Funk? What does that mean? And I think music has always been a large component of what we do. Now, every second Wednesday, we're doing music bingo, yep. as an example. And so yep. I'm excited about that because it's bringing that back into the fold. We're talking about bringing maybe some a vinyl night in, yep. which would be fantastic. So yeah. we'll continue. I appreciate that. We'll continue to lean into the music. Well, what you should do is there's nothing wrong with stealing good ideas and what you should do is steal steal an Oaks idea where they got people to bring vinyl down and they started a vinyl collection from the public. I love that. They've got a great collection of vinyl that's all provided by the general public so maybe that's what you do. Bring your favorite vinyl down and we'll put it in the House of Funk library. We'll play it. Yeah, we'll play it. Cool. We'll play I like it. that. Um, Darren, speaking of, of, of Shaketown, we know that you are, you've been in the business for a long time. How has things changed from the time and I know you guys have helped shake down out a little bit. How has things changed in terms of process that you went through compared to what Shaketown went through? Yeah, is it a little smoother now that now, now that government has way has smoother? I would imagine. Yes. I mean, I, I'm happy that everyone's coming, in, but we definitely ourselves, beer, streetcar, uh, and North Point, we all had to fight the good fight and change it. Where so when we first came in, you were only permitted to have your tasting room license. So it was you were allowed to do flights, flights of four yes, taster that's glasses. Right. That's right. You weren't allowed to do a 12, 16, 20 ounce pour. And so it took us, I'd say, about eight months in front of council, talking to people, petitions to get that passed in our area where we were permitted to have more than just that flight. And so I think that's changed the area as well because 
I personally, I love a tasting flight when I haven't been to the brewery. Yes. If I've been to the brewery, I want to have a pint. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I never really understood, I never understood the, the rationale behind that. I don't know if that's just more BS red tape, or if there's an actual reason that someone put that element in place when you when you get your lounge endorsement after a period of time. Because you know you've already invested and borrowed and, and begged as much money as you possibly can to get these things open, yep. and then you're further handcuffed because you can only sell so much. So I, I assume there's a reason put behind that, but someone please tell me what it is because I can't figure it out. I mean, truthfully, I think that it, it is something from back in the day. Yeah. I, I do remember. Back Back when I was with Whistler Brewing, tasting rooms weren't a thing. Yes. And then it really yes. became the bread and butter eventually of a brewery was that's where you made your money. And truthfully, if we can sell every single ounce of beer that we produce in our tasting room, that's our, our best dollar. It's also the best experience because we can control that and have it so the customer exactly. is getting exactly what we want them to. Yeah. Uh, the voice is given out, sir. The voice is given out. I'm sorry. Out. Yeah, too much talking. 350 Esplanade East. It is House of Funk, longtime friend of the show, Darren Hollett. I'm just here for the yeah, beer. Great show and podcast. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank Be you. Well. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. Vancouver Young Actors School gives kids the confidence to do anything on and off camera. Take Melissa, whose daughter Emma is in the program right now. Before Vancouver Young Actors School, she was shy and lacked confidence. I noticed a difference after only a few short months. She just seemed so much more centered and willing to get out there and be a part of something. Act now. Classes are starting soon. Oh my goodness, she's made so many friends. She's become an amazing person just through taking classes here. Sign up today at VancouverYoungActorSchool.com. This is just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. We are broadcasting from the legendary Gull First Avenue East in North Vancouver, home of the best burger on, on the North Shore. Our thanks to Greg Holmes, the executive director of the Shipyards District BIA, for helping coordinate this. And another man that's been pivotal in all of this is Simon Koldick, who is the founder of Streetcar Brewing. This is uh, year three that we've been here, and uh, as I've remarked to virtually everybody, here is always a new player in town, and Streetcar is the latest link in the chain. It's growing. Yeah. No. So where was where was Streetcar in the in the pantheon in the history of breweries in the Shipyard Brewery District? Where were you? Uh, well, it's kind of hard to say because we opened about the same time as House of Funk. That was about three years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there was it was just really it was Greenleaf it was open up and then uh, beer was open up and then kind of all of us the rest of us were opening up at the same time. So it's quite a nice fraternity as we've mentioned before because uh, other than time commitments, which I don't think anybody had today. Everybody's been kind of hanging out. I know you have a regular Slack channel that you guys are all communicating through and helping each other out, keep an eye out for each other. Um, but is it, it's really nice to see when new players come to town that they sort of join in and, and get along with the group as well. Yeah, no, it's, it's that's what we, we've built up. A, well, we have actually a, a, a non-profit orga, 
organization. It's the Shipyards Brewery District Association as well for doing marketing and just sort of talking with government and sort of things. So that we're talking sort of with one voice. It's important though that you have the relationship, and I know you've you're, you're, you've got a good relationship with Council and and the BIA because again combined you can do wonderful things. If you're sort of at different ends of the spectrum, it's kind of hard to sort of get some momentum and, and get some 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 clearance on things that you want to do. What's what's it been like? Like are you are you able to do uh, an outdoor event? I mean I know you did a big uh, there's a big uh, music fest that uh, Greg Holmes was telling us about earlier, but um, any events that you're able to do or, or are you planning to do anything uh, as a beer community in the in the foreseeable future? Uh, we're still figuring everything out just with the change of, of COVID and everything. Yeah. Um, it, it's 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 still progressing, but it's also like I sit on the board of the BIA now as well, and it's it's just working also getting making sure that the events that are going down here in 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 the shipyards district are including local craft beer, right? Because <laughs> it's still everyone that's doing events they're doing they're doing the big guys because that's what they know. So making them remember that hey this is local, right? You should be uh, remembering that there's a breweries, you know, oh, a couple absolutely. blocks away. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we were talking about the, the resumption of kind of the normalcy after after COVID now. How's it been for you guys? Uh, like, it, it's been slow, like, especially, you know, over the Christmas break and stuff, it was it was still, we're still getting into it, and, and I, I don't think we're there yet. I think we're really excited about the summer coming up, because uh, that's what we're hoping for, is, is everyone getting back to it, mm-hmm. but I, I still, like, the numbers have definitely been better, but it's 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 not back to where really it should be, I think. And to put this gently, I mean, you're kind of capacity challenged inside streetcar to begin with because it's not a it's not an ample space. So I can only imagine that with restrictions of capacity, that must have been a real thorn in your side. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, it's well, a nobody wanting to sit inside, and b we we were really small inside, and and our tables were all sort of set up for everyone to sit at like yeah. big communal tables, right? Right. Uh, so you know, having that sort of thing, nobody wants to sit the same tables you can't just stand up and, and be drinking a beer it, it made it really tough especially and then when it was that era where when you had to bring your own bubble if you had to be yes. in your own bubble yes. that's that right would be really hard to sort of keep distancing and stuff and there's an outdoor area so uh, what have you done to uh, add to your capacity during the heaviest of the restricted period like we so we have like a couple of parking spaces back in the lane that we turned into a patio uh, so we have a little patio that we added Ended up adding a roof and some fire tables on, which is super nice. People are sitting out those out at those even when it's snowing. Uh, but then we've also sort of added a bunch of extra areas uh, outside where the parking spots used to be. Let's talk about beers from Streetcar Brewing. What uh, what have you brought us today? Uh, we brought uh, the our Overcast Hazy IPA, which is our big seller. Uh, then we kind of got into a new thing. We're doing uh, a seltzer. Uh, so we have a blueberry seltzer yeah. uh, thing. Especially, you know, you're gluten free, or, or you know, you've you've had your four or five beers, and you just it, you need something just Wait a minute, to. People have four or five of them. Really? What, what, am, no, I do, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> well, you four or five beers, and then you need okay, to have yes. something to you got know you. mix that out. Mix the palate so you can have four or five more. Right? Street seltzer, real fruit, blueberry. Oh, nice. Five percent gluten free. Okay. Yeah. Is this the start of something maybe you're looking to expand upon? Uh, just it's a little bit. You know, it's 
it's been a big thing in the U.S., and I think it's starting to slowly come up here. I, uh, the BC Liquor Board finally got on board uh, to allow breweries to do their own seltzers. So I think it's definitely something that's uh, I'd seen. Uh, well, nobody was doing it in the past six months. To I've seen at least 15 breweries launch it in the past year. So that, that's a, that's spirit based then? Uh, no, it's actually it's it's brewed, so it's 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 not spirit based. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. So it's it's. Uh, but it falls. Does it fall into the the RTD category? Does it fall into it, the beer? It falls under the RTD category because right. it's made with it's just made with sugar. Right. You're basically you're brewing sugar. Uh, yeah. Okay, right, so instead right. of instead of wheat or rye or some type of grain, yeah. you're going straight to the sh- cane sugar. Yeah, yeah, but you're not just adding liquor into water, right? right? right. Whereas right. you know the, the nude and neutrals sort of are, yeah. are they're just adding um, vodka, vodka right? right? So this isn't vodka. This is still brewed. It's it still takes a week to ferment out and everything. So it's still made like beer. Uh, it's a little bit quicker, but it's 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 yeah. Speaking of nice. brewed, who who is your uh, brew team? Uh, so we, we have a head brewer, Tom, and and, and they were a small team. Mm-hmm. So that's it. So Are you're in there getting your elbows dirty. Uh, I'm, I'm in there helping as much as I can. I'm nice. more doing the line cleaning and, yeah. and the... <laughs> some of the grunt work. Some of the grunt work. Uh, I, I try and stay out of it, most of it. I did some home brewing before, and I don't think people would pay for the beer that I produce. <laughs> You'd be surprised what people would pay for, Sam. <laughs> you never know. So um, what's the uh, what's the plan for the, the summer? What are you looking forward to? to uh, just seeing people back in rooms again yeah people back in room you know just just being able to come out and sort of just I, I miss being able to go to the brewery and yeah. just say hey I saw my friend there and just going over and talking to them and, and seeing their whole face what a concept yes, that is see, too. seeing yes. their whole face yeah uh, it's called streetcar brewing and it's a uh, it's not hard to find but it's hard to describe so give us a give us the best description of how people will locate streetcar brewing at North end yeah so we're we're, we're on east first but uh, we're, we're our main sort of entrance is back in Lolo Lane, so you kind of got to go uh, down Lonsdale and uh, and go into the lane to, to get into Did it. Did I hear you say Lolo? It's called Lolo Lane. Is it really called that? Yeah, that's the official because name. Because that wasn't that yeah, initially yeah. the term that you were going to call this brewing area was Lolo? The, the, well, the area used to be called Lower Lonsdale. Right. Some people, you know, called it Lolo, and, and that's technically the name of the lane. It just kind of stuck. So, yeah. And you got an interesting logo on your hat there. Do you want to tell us what that is about? Uh, yeah, so we're, you know, we're brand Branching out, we're looking at uh, opening another brewery uh, up in Squamish. Uh, so, uh, Voltage Brewing is what we're looking at right now. We're just uh, we started brewing a few test beers at a streetcar, and we've we've got a few in liquor stores, and yeah. So, isn't that amazing? You got mainframe, you've got backcountry, you've got yeah. uh, um, Coast. the original, the original house sound, house sound, and possibly a fifth um, coming soon. Yeah. And Squamish is not a big area. That just no. speaks to the uh, the beer community that people are. Looking very much, so. it, it's it's a huge beer community, and also you know everyone going up. It's an it's a nice place to go and visit for the day as it well. Is, yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. And any uh, time frame as to when that could be? Uh, uh, we're, we're we're waiting for permits and everything, right. so it depends on all that. And yeah, you're dealing with different councils up there. You know that. It's right? a, a new council <laughs> to learn. That can be challenging sometimes. Uh, his name is Simon Caldick, the founder of Streetcar Brewing, part of the uh, Brewery Shipyards District on Lolo Lane in uh, behind behind East First Avenue. Pleasure to see you as always. Simon, thanks for all your help in making this show happen. Thanks. Cheers, my cheers. I'm just here for the beer. 
Sportsnet 650 presents Just Here for the Beer, Canada's original dedicated beer radio show. I don't mean to have a one-track mind, but all I need is a frosty pine. A Vancouver tradition for 10 years and counting. We're talking about the BC beer scene with the innovators, the movers and shakers, and brew makers of the industry. And I don't mean to whine and beg, but someone finally tapped that keg. I'm just here for the beer. It's just here for the beer radio with your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. It is just here for the Beer Radio. Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM HD3, available for streaming through all major streaming devices. We're doing our special dedicated Shipyards District Brewing Show, courtesy of the Shipyards District BIA, broadcasting from the Gull in North Vancouver, home of the best burger on the North Shore. You look bewildered, Rick. What's going on? No, no, no. I'm loving this. I'm looking at this, and I'm like, black or dark lager. This is is pretty exciting, and uh, because the, the area has grown so much, it takes longer to get these people all on the show <laughs> because there's just so many of them now. But uh, one, the last year we were here, I think the newest kid on the block was Luster Baseria, Castelletos on Esplanade East. We have uh, Cornelius, Noah Doyle, the, the guy, he says, and uh, Dave Van Allen, the head brewer. Thanks for being so patient, you guys, but it's fortunate that you all seem to get along and like each other because otherwise this would have been boring as hell for the wait that it took for you guys to get along. <laughs> you have a good time? This is true. That's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, am I correct? Was it about a year ago for Lesser Baseria? Yeah. Um, last December, I believe, is uh, when we opened up. And uh, it's been a wild ride through COVID, but we we made it through and things are starting to pick up and everything's opening fully with yeah, all the kinds it, of stuff. You know, it, it, I think that COVID, though, on the surface, it is probably the worst time to think of opening something new. But there was a bit of a help as well because it forced people to try new things locally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe you couldn't have gone in in the early days, but you could certainly get it to go. I don't know if you guys were into delivering or not, but Dave, as the brewer, how did that, how did that work out for you? Yeah, I mean, I uh, actually am, it'd be a better question for Noah. I'm like fairly, I've only been working there for like two months. So, yeah. Yeah, so um, Noah, you'd probably answer that better than I could. Yeah, uh, we had flights. We had flights when we started, and those were doing pretty well. Um, But things really started to pick up when we started doing the pints. Well, and you did flights when you started because you had to do (laughs) flights when you started. You had no choice in the matter, which is something we always rail on about on this show. But uh, so you got your lounge endorsement, and that allows you to serve full pints. But even even with the tasting flights, I remember going in there, and uh, I got a flight of this uh, salted lime lager because it is outstanding, Mm -hmm. absolutely outstanding. Yeah, we take great pride in uh, salted lime lager. Yeah. Um, we brew all the kegs, um, lagering time of four weeks, and um, fresh salt from Spain, actually. We get our salt from Spain and our limes Ooh, wow. sourced locally, too. So, um, Only the best, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's obviously you know, your, your star beer, I would think. That's probably the, the standout beer. But what else is La Cerveceria known for? I'll let Dave answer this one. Sure, yeah. I feel like only being open for like a year, we're kind of still developing that um, identity, but um, since like kind of taking over, I feel like we kind of want to like take classic styles or or kind of what I'm going for is like classic styles with like a Mexican or Spanish twist. So you're going to see a lot of lagers, different kinds of lagers, like the black corn lager. 
just normal styles that we're used to seeing in IPAs and stuff, but uh, with like a huge emphasis on Mexican ingredients and like that Spanish influence. Um, kind of, we're only really going to do one IPA um, just because we have so many good IPA breweries sure. around here. Sure. We don't really need to do IPAs, so we're kind of just going to focus on... Um, so talk to us about the Black Corn Dark Lager. What, what made you go in this direction? Um... I mean, I've always liked dark lagers, uh, like Schwartz beers, obviously, uh, probably one of my favorite styles, um, so it was kind of an easy starting there. I was like, it was like December or something like that. Because blackcorn's an unusual ingredient. How did you decide on that rather than going with a darker malt? Um, yeah, I mean, this actually has both in there, but... Um, it was just like looking at the style and kind of being like, what can we do that will like set us apart? Because like, yeah, we do a dark corn lager, but like having the dark corn, actual dark corn is like taking it to that next level, right? Of like, yeah, you know, like finding those unique ingredients is kind of what we're about and like what we're going to be about going forward. Just trying to put a twist on things that, so we can set ourselves apart and, and kind of be a, a destination for like unique beers, you know? Very cool. Dave Van Allen is the head brewer. Noah Doyle is the guy from La Cervecería Asteleros <laughs> on Esplanade East. Um, and of course, when you're thinking Mexican-inspired, one of our favorite foods is tacos. Yeah. And I know that last time I was in there, the tacos on point. Was that program working out, Noah? That's great. Um, Fanny, our cook, is chefing up lots of new recipes and um, We've come up with a couple new tacos since last time, I think. We've come up with a um, carnitas taco, which is quite delicious as well. Well, I maintain, Rick and I go to a lot of places, and if you're a pub, you got to have your, your wings got to be on point, yeah. and you should have a good burger going. Your wings, your nachos, <laughs> yeah. 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 And if you're going to be Mexican-inspired, you got to have a taco program, and that's got to be on sure. point. So yep. that's, that's going well. Is there more on the menu other than um, than tacos, or that's, is that kind of it? Um, we have lots of snack foods, guac and chips, some yeah. churros. Yeah. Um, Tostadas. Got a spicy salsa going? Yeah, we got a spicy salsa. (laughs) Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. Now, is that part of your mandate, Dave, then to sort of pair beers that sort of complement some heat and some uh, some Mexican flavoring? Um, Not necessarily right now. Uh, I think in the future it will be. Yeah. Um, But, like, right now we're just kind of sorting everything out, uh, really dialing in the core lineup. And, I mean, we have a ton of new beers on tap in the um, tasting room that we want to get in cans but you know it's tough we're super small so we kind of uh, just release everything through the tasting room for now and then kind of see how things go and then some things will make it to cans some things won't who knows you know well and again Joe we've talked about this time and time again it's almost that nice little bubble that you have in your tasting room right where you get as a as a brewer get an opportunity to get a little funky with some things and 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 you've got that that test kitchen type of Mm -hmm. idea with with the tasting room right so if it's a hit well then you know you can go big with it and if it's a miss well okay chalk that one up just to experience right yeah totally yeah for sure so now with the masks gone and, and the plexiglass down and things like that. You can have capacities again. Are you noticing there's a real fun vibe coming back to uh, to rooms? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I feel like it's a little slow right now. Just yeah. 
I mean, it is what still it is. The, still the end of March. I mean, as the weather warms up and daylight gets longer well, and longer. Daylight today, you can see a lot yeah, of people yeah, heading back yeah. out again. And I think, right? like, uh, the weekends are totally bumping for sure. sure. I know when we leave on a Friday, it's, I mean, we, I mean, I'm usually there having some beers. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm a little Quality late, I'm a little late leaving. Purely, though, purely but, R&D. You know, purely yeah, research, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely picking up and I think people are coming out for sure. Um, you were given a little bit of an, outs- an exterior extension uh, during COVID, were you not? Is that is that yep. going to be returning? Is that around, available to you? Yeah, it's still uh, like the patio? Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the patio is permanent now. So, okay. yeah, we there. It's happening so still. So, Esplanade East, if you've not been in North End, if it's not a mechanical shop, it's a brewery. It's, it's a brewery. Yes. It's amazing. The, actually, whole, the whole street is like, It's yeah. really weird. And I guess you get a lot of those mechanics coming in to join beers too, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. All the time. Yeah. They're good pals of ours. Yeah, sure. yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, some of them. And you're now your your neighbors of a shaketown. They're the newest kids on the block. It just brings more people to the neighborhood, and um, and again, your full capacity. How, how many can you hold? I believe it's sixty or something. Sixty, 60, 60 okay. yeah. Okay, it's still a pretty good sized room, it is, and it's a really nice looking room. That's the yes. thing that you know visually you need to see this thing. But the color scheme, the uh, the artwork, uh, it's just really really cool. It makes you harken back to Mexico. And gosh, I want to get back down to Mexico <laughs> sometime <laughs> soon. Next best thing is the uh, salted lime lager. For and the new sure. one again is the Black Corn Dark Lager. It is called La Cerveceria Astoleros on Esplanade East. Dave Van Allen and Noah Doyle. Thanks for joining us, guys, and thanks for, for your patience. Thanks yeah, so much, thank you. Cheers, yeah. guys. Thanks. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning avant-garde hair studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your host Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. No trip to North Vancouver is complete without a visit to what used to be the Rusty Gull, but there ain't no rust no more. It is the all-new Gull on First Avenue East uh, in the Shipyards brewery district, uh, home of the best burger on the North Shore. I would expand that, but I haven't tried all on the other side of the water. Phil Tapping of the Gull. Nice to see you, man. How are you? Nice yeah, to see you. Yeah, very good. Um, it's the best burger on the North Shore. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd say so. Has it always been, like, in the days of the Rusty Gull, were they known for a burger as well? I don't think so. I think it was more nachos, yeah. wings, you know, the kind of pub food. They had that, you know, pretty big Cisco five-page menu. <laughs> yeah. that, uh, but, you know, smelled like, their own. smelled like fryers all the time. Yeah, pretty probably, much. Probably, yeah. yeah. So when did, the, when did you lose the rust, and when did you, uh, when did you uh, pimp the place up? So it was... 
2018 that we officially did the renovation and um, yeah it, it took 10 months to get going so it was a bit of a you know there's a lot of work to be done but um, yeah family owned you know we own the we own the building we own the business so we you know wanted to do it properly make it last a while right not just a, a lipstick on a pig kind of thing so well we've been uh, this is the third uh, show we've done from the shipyards brewery district Correct. and each show adds a new brewery to the mix if not two um, and I know you support local but yep. it's kind of tough when you've got a limited number of taps if more breweries start springing up you're gonna have a problem here right? it, it is honestly the biggest issue with us right now um, we have 10 taps a lot of them are spoken for but uh, again shake towns in here now which they produce amazing beer so and still, later and later too well, yeah. which is a key in a, in a bar a hundred percent because you get uh, you know you can session four of them instead of just doing yeah. you know one high alcohol yeah. IPA which yeah, is exactly. again to, you know is there's still a place for it but uh, yeah we'll, we'll hopefully we'll see we might gain some more taps and we might be able to you know let everyone play but uh, for now it's well I think it's, it's perfect a, it's a too tough. because if you get off work and you scoot in here and you want to have a pint or two you don't have to really worry too much about uh, being a little over the top and, yeah. and drive, being able to drive home right well we got the food menu too which is we, the biggest well, thing right well, a lot of these breweries have food but not sure not a big and, enough menu, and you so. told us before when we've done the show here how much pride you take in the food program because it's not just wings and you know fries and things like that it's yeah. as they say a great burger sure but but you've got much more than that and you take pride in that yeah 100 percent no it's it's our passion uh, being the chef have known each other a while we, yeah. we love we love doing it so, so. We, we we just finished down in the gold burger tell us a little yeah. bit about the the genesis of that how'd you, how'd you come up with that so this was just again our original menu was a little more refined a little more you know you should say quad to it we tried to go a little higher than what we you know what we shot with but the burger was always one of those ones that brought the people in and everybody just it just took off all of a sudden everybody had it and you know again it's just quality ingredients that's all we do handmade yeah. patty yep yeah. slice of cheese yep yeah. hand sliced everything else yep yeah. yeah. a little bit of love look at the smile think, on his face yeah. I love it I, I think, love it I think instead of handmade I think it's hand created I think yeah. it's well, probably the politically correct yeah. term nowadays yeah. Yeah. it's like a used car is pre-owned what? car wow. yeah. 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 yeah but no yeah, it's, it's a good one for sure uh, Phil the last time I was in the gull um, of course since the, the last show we did a year ago but um, you know the plexiglass was up and the masks were on and, and fortunately we've come through that, that yes. phase yep. Um, have you noticed there's a return to normal? Have you noticed people are back? They're back and enjoying being out again. Yeah, 100%. It, as soon as the mask mandate lifted, you just saw, you know, the air kind of everyone. Everyone just felt more relaxed because you can smile. You can see, you know, you see you're not. Face. Yeah, you're not hiding. I, I had to, there's a few people that have been coming in for a year and a half, and I almost like had to do a double take when they came in, you know, because it's they. It, it's been, but yeah, it's been very good. We're doing well and. Yeah, long, long road, but we're we feel like we're here, so, so it's good. As a result of COVID, you were forced to rethink the way you got your product to people, and that was to do takeout. Uh, uh, does that resume? Does that continue? Yeah, still a very big uh, business, and it's actually it's grown obviously a lot since when we we did very little takeout before the pandemic hit, and mm -hmm. now we have to turn it off some nights because it's just it's too, too much, much, and we want to yeah. focus on obviously the product that's in house. In -house. So yeah, yeah. yeah, so no, it's it's still doing 
really well. So a couple of things. Uh, I know you do a trivia night here, which I've yep. yet to catch because I'm doing a competing one yeah. elsewhere, but yeah. uh, uh, that's doing well. Are yeah. you doing any live music? What other, what other things are back on the menu at the go? So we're not doing live music anymore. It's just kind of the space that we've set up is, again, not. Uh, it doesn't really mesh well with live music. Sure. But, uh, yeah, the trivia is full up every night still on Tuesday. Like tonight, we're sold out for the next three weeks. So oh, wow. the, the next available reservation is... So am I. The, uh, so yeah. am I. But yeah, no, we do. Um, we're now starting because we're closed Sundays. We're now starting to do a once a month like Sunday dinner series, which is uh, four course prefix menu. Uh, it'll be seventy five dollars a head, drink pairings, all that. And it's wow, just nice. like we limit it to 30, 30 seats. Yeah. And uh, it's just you know a day that we're usually closed, and you know we're doing more farm to table cooking from that, and uh, and nice family style meals. So it's uh, it's been doing well. We sold out the first one, so that's a good yeah. omen. Yeah, uh, and of course a full spirits bar as well. Do you have a killer cocktail program going on? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, focused more on the classics, but we have a, a nice list of our, our own house-made creations so as well. So you get to be the guinea pig for that? Oh yeah, always. Yeah, we do a weekly cocktail every every Tuesday. I get to come in and create a new drink, and it's it's a lot of fun. And yeah, it's good. And uh, speaking of the uh, the beers of, of the North Shore here, what uh, what breweries do you have represented? What's uh, what's selling really well? For so at North the moment, um, we have a collaboration with House of Funk. It's called the G Funk, and it's uh, it's a West Coast IPA, so it's it's not one of the hazy, fruity ones. It's mm -hmm. a more classic style kind of, you know, I want to say like Fat Tug esque mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. And uh, we also carrying Beer Brewing. I, I know they're not here for the show. This, yeah, unfortunately. This, yeah. Uh, but uh, we have their lager, and it's uh, it's a nice, crisp, easy drinking one. And and you know, the, I try to get some love for all these guys on the rotators, so they'll see their you know their beers on there every once in a while. Well, so you know, there's no there's no real bad actors in the brewery scene that, that I've met. There's, there's some that are easier to deal with perhaps than others, but everybody gets along. It's a real fraternity. And uh, just, you can just see the vibe. Like, no one's left from the taping so far today. Yeah, no, no. That just speaks to the community. Yeah, That's great. Yeah. Phil Tapping, the operator of the Gull on First Avenue East in uh, North Vancouver. Again, year three of our dedicated brewery shipyards district show. Always a pleasure, sir. Best Thank burger in North so much, Shore. Guys. Thanks. 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 Cheers. Appreciate it. Cheers. is just here for the beer radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTV. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. That is a wrap for Just Here for the Beer, our special dedicated show focusing on the Shipyards Brewing District. Uh, no, the BIA is called the Shipyards District BIA, Business Improvement Association. And these people, uh, Greg Holmes, the executive director, and Simon Koldick from uh, Streetcar Brewing, who sits on the BIA. Uh, without them, these kind of shows can't happen because they bring all the, you know, their milkshake brings bring all the boys the, to the yard. Yeah, they bring the players to the game. Kalise might have sang years ago. But... Uh, it's nice to get out to the neighborhoods, and again, you, you can't really fire a cannon to any neighborhood that doesn't have a beer community now. Any, anything with a population base, and certainly the North Shore, is, is a vast amount of population. And there's everything from you know Deep Cove, and then you hit Wild Eye, and then you go you go up the hill to Esplanade East, and you get into Street or House of Funk and beer. Shake Town, La Cerveceria, yeah. Astoletos, go up the hill, there's up North, the hill Point. To North Point, there's Streetcar, and around the corner, around the corner, yeah. and then we brought 
podcast from the Gull, uh, home of the uh, the best burger on the North Shore. And again, we have just this is our third year doing this show, and uh, it's just assumed we're going to have the burger because we always do. It's of that, course, it's that good. What's, what's your take on it? You, you know what? I, I love homemade, handmade, scratch kitchen. Um, for me, it, it's made with a little bit of love, right? It, it's all tested through. And, you know, it, it, for me, when I worked in the kitchen, if I didn't eat the food, you knew something was wrong, yeah. right? And and so I kind of get that feel with, with Phil and, and the uh, food program here at the Gull. And we've always had good food here. and We've never had anything to complain about. So it's always been good. Well, our thanks to all the players involved. You heard from Greg Holmes, who is the executive director of the Shipyards Brewery District. Paul Kovabis, the head brewer of North Point. Amir Abadi, the co-owner of Greenleaf Brewing. Ryan Schultz, the co-owner of Shaketown, which is the newest beer kit yeah. on the block. You heard from Darren Hollett of House of Funk. Simon Coldick from Streetcar Brewing. And uh, Dave Van Allen and Noah Doyle from Las Cervecerias Asteleros, along with um, Phil Tapping from The Gull in North Vancouver. Our next show uh, is in April, and we are going to be broadcasting from the Barley Merchant yes. uh, in Langley, and we focus on the north side of Langley. That's how crazy this beer's communities have become. There's two dedicated areas of, of Langley with beers in them, and we're going to focus on North Langley, so we'll be joined by some favorites that we met last year. And again, if you're a community, if you're a big executive director of a BIA or a tourism part, part to participant, right. and you're going, hey, what about coming to my what me? Let's say you're representing Port Moody or something like that, and why don't you do a show here? Get in touch with us at justhereforthebeer.com. That's right. Rick at justhereforthebeer.com. Rick at justhereforthebeer.com. And uh, our thanks to Lena, the, uh, yes. the, the lovely Lena, who is uh, our producer. You want to turn on the microphone? And who put up with our I think it's on. Crazy is it on? Oh, it's, it's been on all that it's time. Been a, it's been a hot minute since it, I've seen you, it, too. It has been. I think the last time we were on the patio of Joe Forte's doing the wine yes. show. That's, that's right. That's how far back that goes. But um, it's nice because um, usually it is an incentive when we do these shows. The producers also enjoy a simple or two here and there. Um, and you were used to work in beer, so you've got a connection yes. to beer. And uh, my hometown is North Vancouver. North so Vancouver. What a oh, wow. back so this isn't even a road trip for you. Not at all. I've been to all the breweries. <laughs> yes. And uh, you weren't sampling anything today, but uh, have you been to the breweries that we've talked I've about? I've been to every single one except Shaketown. Except Shaketown. Yeah. They're only three weeks old, so yes. yeah. give, give that one time. What's uh, what's a standout for you? Ooh, House of Funk is truly one that I would say stands out the most in terms of flavor profiling. Correct. Um, it's the most different I've ever personally had. Um, and unfortunately, beer wasn't here, but yeah. beer is, is, is probably one of my favorites yeah. as well. Absolutely, yes. We should make uh, note that uh, they weren't excluded. They just weren't available today um, because I guess they were they were that busy or there maybe some manpower shortage yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So For the sure. only brewery that was not represented in the Lower Lonsdale Brewery Shipyards District uh, brewing scene was Beer Brewing. That's beer with an E. And um, shout out to Matt, Matt Beer. Uh, and we'll be here hopefully next year, and we'll make sure they're yes. We're going to need to do a two-hour show next year because oh, it's just it's getting that crazy. There's a few more coming online, so yeah, it yeah. just might be a two-hour show, Mr. Brewery. Uh, if you want to book a brewery tour, you can go to justhereforthebeer.com. Check out the Just Here for the Beer brewery tours, which are now resuming again. Correct. In the post-COVID generation, and uh, and you can do some private functions as well. That's, that's right. Stag, stagettes, birthdays, you name it, we can do it. Again, thanks to Lena for producing. Our thanks to uh, Phil at the Gull, and our thanks to all the participants. Greg Holmes at the BIA and the Brewing District, the Shipyards Brewing District, all of Christmas. Uh, Rick, we'll see you next month in Langley. Cheers. Cheers. 
just here for the beer radio is heard exclusively on Sportsnet 650 and is podcast through just here for the beer.com. For more information, check out just here for the beer.com and on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB.